What's up, gym owners? Hello, and welcome to another episode of the My Friends As You Grow Gyms podcast. You're in the right place uh, if you are a fitness pro, gym owner, box owner uh, that is looking to grow your gym in ways that you, uh, your team, the people you serve, the people in your community, and not least importantly, your bank account are going to feel awesome about. Um, now, before we get going, uh, if you've been listening to a few episodes and you like what we're doing here, you're kind of picking up what we're putting down. Go ahead and head over to www.myfriendsasyougrowgyms.com. You can schedule a super duper high pressure get to know you call. Um, we'll talk about how to grow your gym. You can get one on one coaching and all the good stuff um, that we put together to individualize a plan for you um, to grow your gym again in ways that you're going to feel awesome about. Now, if you're not ready for that yet, then keep listening. So, we're going to be dropping some value bombs today. Um, and today is all about sales. So it's effectively um, the <laughs> the little known math equation that can help you sell anything you want um, for essentially any price that you want. Um, and, and most gym owners, fit pros, trainers, uh, they just, they, they honestly, like they screw this up and they don't know what it is. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, either knowingly or unknowingly mess this up and it's costing them sales and it's costing them the ability to sell at prices that actually make you money and make you profitable um, over the long term. We've already talked about, so if you haven't listened to the the douchiest sales secret, um, we've already talked about your mother, your brother, your child, right? Treating every prospect, every client like they're your mother, your brother, your child and how the, um, <laughs> the, the virtuous cycle, how the virtuous cycle of charging premium prices works. And, and why that helps um, not only you, yes, make more money and be more profitable, but it helps your client actually be more successful. It helps us actually help them get the result that they're coming to you for. So if we haven't checked that box yet, go ahead and head back to that. This episode is all about helping you actually um, achieve and have the sales ability to, um, to sell again at premium prices. So it's kind of hard to see how we've got our light in here because it's a, it's a dungeon, um, hashtag brilliant name of a gym, not. Um, but here's, here's our, our, uh, our equation effectively. Okay, so every sale comes down to essentially two sides of an equation. We have the value associated with solving a given problem, and then we have the certainty that the person sitting across from them can actually help them do that. Okay, so it's literally just these two factors, and every sale, um, regardless of the uh, of, of what it is, um, every sale comes down to that equation. It can be a car, it can be a, a fucking pin, it can be a, a gym membership, it can be a nutrition program. Um, like really, it can be your spouse. Like uh, every sale comes down to those two things: value and certainty. Now. Um, Let's break it down, right? So the first step in any sale, um, the, the, you know, and, and I want you to picture this scenario, right? So you get to the end of your of your consultation. Please don't, please stop calling your sales conversations consultations. Um, please stop calling your sales consultations uh, assessments, right? Like we're dealing with a lot of people that have had the fitness and health dirt kicked in their face. They don't want to be assessed. Right? It sounds like a test. It sounds like a nightmare um, from from fucking high school or something. So don't call <laughs> like your initial sales conversation, those things. Um, I love starting point conversation. Uh, I think Rick Mayo, Mayo started doing that. Super smart guy. I love Rick. Um, so starting point. Uh, strategy session's okay. I think it's kind of gotten played out in the consulting space a little bit. Um, but but a starting point, roadmap, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I, I use get to know you session on calls a lot, um, both in the fitness space and in what we do now, because um, that's effectively what it is, right? It's getting to know you, and then uh, if it fits, you make a prescription based on that. So the first step, you're pic- you're picturing yourself in this in this uh, you know the, your sales conversation, um, and you get to the end of it, and it's time to 
to, to get the price and they say, man, like that's a lot of money or, um, so, well, I, like, I don't understand why you're charging so much. Like I can go to the boot camp down the street and get unlimited classes for 50 bucks a month or 90 bucks a month, whatever it is, right? Something less than you. I can go to Orange Theory and get this for this price, whatever it might be. You get that price objection. You feel that resistance, um, when they're coming to, when, when they're making a buying um, decision. The reality is like sales should not be like that. Right. If you've done your job getting to the end of it, um, there should not be that resistance. The wheels that are turning in their head should not be, well, but I can get this for a much lower price somewhere else. It should be, man, how am I going to round up the money to do this? Because this is actually going to solve my problem. And I am associating so much value with finally solving this problem that I have to make it work. Right. So first thing is value. So when you're getting those um, uh, th that pushback on price, the truth is that the only pain and pleasure that they're thinking about receiving, that's what the value side comes down to. I didn't explain that. We're doing a terrible job so far, guys. Stay with me, hopefully. Um, so let, let's break down the value side of this equation, right? So anytime you get price objections, we haven't appropriately established the value um, with, with what we're doing. So, uh, how do we determine the value or how do we think about the value in terms of this little known math equation? Um, basically it comes down uh, to the combination of the pleasure that they associate with finally solving whatever issue is they're, they're coming to you for. Um, again, like this works with, works with any sale, right? So the pleasure associated with like buying a luxury vehicle, okay, like whatever, or, or just any vehicle, right? So the pleasure associated with, with buying a car and having wheels for the first time, um, and the pain of whatever the status quo is, but also, this is this gets missed all the time, the pain of the alternatives, okay? Because like there are, <laughs> there are ample alternatives in the fitness space, and you think, well, yeah, like I've got competition all over the place, blah, blah, blah. Your biggest competition is doing jack shit. So your biggest competition is literally doing nothing, not like, not like your biggest competition is, is doing nothing. Your biggest competition in the minds of the prospect is not them going to another gym. It's them sitting on their ass, like continuing to sit on their ass and do nothing, right? That's free. That doesn't, that doesn't cost anything, right? From a monetary perspective. So what we need to do is establish costs to that because there absolutely are. Right, I'm, like I'm talking to fitness professionals right now, gym owners, trainers. Like, it, it, is there a cost to a sedentary lifestyle? Right, is there a cost to continuing to eat uh, shit for every meal all the time? Right, uh, absolutely. Um, and so the again, the value associated with solving a problem comes down to those two things: the pain associated with the status quo, alternatives. Um, you know, stay, again, like I said, status quo, but staying where they're at right now. Right, so for a lot of us, it would be um, it'd be staying fat, staying unhealthy, staying low energy, um, staying sort of low confidence, low self esteem, all those different uh, super duper duper fun things, right? Um, and then the pleasure of solving the problem. So again, selling the vacation, not the flight, right? Selling you know sitting on the beach in Maui, sipping mai tais, and not the you know, 747 and it's uh, 120 feet long and there are seats and you sit on them, and, right? So the pleasure associated with actually solving their problem and getting the result that they want to have. The issue here, so here's what we see with a lot of gym owners, something I hear all the time. Well, people won't pay but this much for class. I talked to a gym owner, like he's a nice guy. I hope he's listening to this um, because I can relatively uh, uh, kind of smallish community and a, a relatively um, below average uh, income level and he's got a bunch of like basically other um, 
not super smart gym owners in his area that are charging peanuts for for their services for group training so his objection well people just won't pay x in this market people just won't pay um you know like i think he had boot camps in his area that were charging like 60 bucks or 50 bucks unlimited this guy was trying to run a crossfit gym uh in charge like well yeah i'm thinking i'll start at 40 bucks a month for unlimited training and we'll ramp it up over time like dear god you cannot make money on that in a boutique training gym you've got rent you're never going to be able to hire anybody there's never going to be any profits um so here's the thing here's what you have to be careful about it's a sidebar uh tangent alert right and the fitness industry is this is absolutely an industry of the blind leading the blind, right? So if you copy what the gym owner next to you is doing, most of us got into this industry like because we enjoyed fitness in some way, right? Strength and conditioning had an impact on our lives. We were former athletes. Maybe uh, you know CrossFit had a big impact on our lives, and we lost a bunch of weight, right? We were a normal average show. We lost a bunch of weight. We wanted to bring that um, to other people, right? We wanted to have that same impact with them. And the reality is like most of the fitness industry is still in that realm um, they came from that they're not business strategists they're not experienced like gym owners who have grown profitable gyms over and over and over and over and so what they do is they price based on uh, like one of three things right guesses um, peeking in the urinal so what's everybody else doing um, or like a random guru number right oh so you need to charge this which is equally as stupid. And we'll talk, there's a whole other video. I'll do a free training on it. I should have that linked up, but you know, we're talking about sales right now. Um, so the point is you can't just price based on what the market's doing. Um, the other point, just to kind of break your beliefs a little bit, um, and I'm sure, so, so you've seen ads for people trying to sell online training, right? Cause that's the big thing. They sell the lap, laptop lifestyle, you're sitting on a beach, you're, you're emailing your clients, you work two seconds a day and you make $32 million uh, per, you know, bi-weekly, you know, for your online training business. Um, now it, it is a huge thing in our space, right? So it's, it's one of the huge plays in the guru space right now is like selling this bullshit, like you know, online thing. Um, online training is not all bullshit. We actually help you with that as part of our program is something that you can actually grow as a sustainable long-term business. Um, bear with me, right? That's not the point of this, um, of this tirade of this tangent, uh, point being, that because this guru space has gotten so big, I'll, like I'll tell you what everybody's teaching is they're trying to teach um, higher end, uh, so like eighteen hundred dollar or forty eight hundred dollar, sometimes you know sub a thousand, but <clears throat> let, let's call it eighteen hundred to forty eight hundred dollar packages that are eight to fifty two weeks in length, and um, and people are buying them. So this is just purely online training, uh, and you have enough charlatans in the space that that. You know, they, they, don't, they don't have an, uh, as much talent as a coach or as a, as a transformer um, in their entire body. They will never have as much as you have in your little finger, right? They don't know as much about like fitness and transformation and coaching and habit change and so on and so forth um, as you do in your freaking pinky nail, right? Uh, but the, the, the reality is it doesn't matter. And so I guarantee you there's someone in your market, regardless of where you're at, there's someone in you or one of your surrounding markets that has bought some sort of program for over $1,000 that is a template bullshit thing where they get thrown in to some sort of online portal and then they're forgotten about, right? So the reality is like, there are people in your market that are buying bullshit with no service, with no hands-on coaching, with none of this, these things, um, and you're worried about charging 60 bucks a month for unlimited membership with a coach where you're with them all the time, right? All these different things. Point is, there's unlimited elasticity to the value side of the equation. Point is, <laughs> like, 
<laughs> you're not limited on price uh, in, in the ways that most of you probably um, probably think you are. And guessing, going back to the blind leading, leading the blind, based on what other gym owners in your area are doing is one of the best ways to price yourself into a black hole where no matter how packed your gym gets, uh, you basically will never be profitable at those prices. And it happens, I see it all the time. There's a whole math equation to it. We can go, go over it in your first call if you want. Yeah, super crazy high pitch thing. So let's get back to talking about value. Okay, so we have this pain pleasure thing. We can create an infinite amount of value associated with solving this problem for the prospect. It is unlimited, right? We have no cap on it. Now, um, do we want to price things strategically, right? Based on where we want to grow and so on and so forth. Absolutely, right? You don't want to be charging um, the odds of you building a business where you sign up a person every day at 20K a month for an online transformation program or at 20K, you know, $20,000 for an online transformation program, not super high, right? Um, so there's, there's a point to it. Um, or there's a, there's a, there's a, we have to be intelligent, right? We can't just reduce to ridiculous here. Um, but the, we have to get the value thing, right? So let's talk pain pleasure just a little bit to build up that side of the equation first and foremost. Um, <clears throat> so one of the, the, one of the biggest things that I see gym owners do, and it's kind of the lowest hanging fruit for you, because if we went through everything associated with, with, with pain and pleasure and all those different things, like this would be an hour long episode and we don't want hour long episodes. Okay. If you want like full on sales scripts and everything else and exactly how we do this systematically so that you or your team, you can get out of sales, um, does this like clockwork all the time, hundred percent of the time, then by all means schedule a call with us, www.myfriendsasyougrowgyms.com. Um, and we'll talk about it. And if you're fit for our program, like you'll get in, you'll get everything. You'll get one-on-one -on -one coaching. Uh, you can submit calls or tell, tear everything you say down, um, piece by piece. You'll get objections, all the uh, objection overcomes, all these different things. But for now, let's talk lowest hanging fruit. Okay. In terms of pleasure. So the first issue that I see with people is that, um, the pleasure that we sell and the reason that most of you are getting those objections, like, oh, I could get this training. I get a limited classes at, you know, the Y and get this much and, and, and only pay this much is because the pleasure that you're selling is, is going to class and getting a sweat, right? It's getting a sweat in. <laughs> There's, there's not a whole hell of a lot of pleasure associated with just going to a class. You can go to a class anywhere, right? You can join any of these shitty, um, like Globo gyms and do their shitty, like whatever body pump or whatever the classes are now. Um, like you can go do those and it's very cheap. There's no pleasure associated with that. You're not actually solving a problem for them other than going to a class. So what's the lowest hanging fruit? It's what are we trying to do here? Let's actually talk about your goals. Um, so the next level down, obviously, would be like for most people, for most of our markets, it's going to be weight loss. Now, if, if this isn't the market that you that, that that you serve, then yeah, we need to figure out what that is for you. You need to uncover that in your prospect. But for this example, most people, it's going to be um, it's going to be like weight loss, right? Oh, I need to lose twenty pounds. I need to tone up, whatever it is, um, which is fine. And that's another level. Uh, it, it, it's another level there. Right? So there is a, a higher level of pleasure associated with actually losing the weight that they want to lose than there is like, oh, just going to classes. Right? Just going to classes doesn't solve anything other than going to classes. Right? What's going to have a higher level of pleasure and that's a higher perceived value in the mind of the prospect, obviously actually losing the weight. But what I want you to do is to keep going, keep digging on these people because what you'll find is that like, it's not exactly, it's not all about losing weight. 
And when you can attach more factors to it, more areas of their life and more value to actually solving this problem, obviously you're going to be able to charge more for your services and get less resistance when it comes time to actually prescribe a program to them. So for instance, <clears throat> like one of my most common examples, um, the, the thing that I go back to all the time when I coach this to our guys is, you know, I had a lady come in, she wanted to lose weight. So let's say lose 30 pounds. She's mom. <clears throat> so lose 30 pounds. You know, what was so great about that? Well, you know, my clothes will fit better. Okay, great. Right. So that's a thing. That's another, we're solving something else. Uh, clothes fit better. What's so great about that? And it's, well, I'll be more confident. Right. Or I feel, I guess, feel better about the way I look. Um, what's so great about that? More confidence. Okay. So now you're not just solving going to classes. You're not just solving losing some weight, but we're attaching more benefits to it. The clothes are fitting better. There's more confidence, feeling better about the way she looks. What's great about that? Right. You keep going, keep digging. And, you know, eventually for this person, we got down to, um, it's a really, like, it'll stick with me forever. Uh, it, she, she mentioned tickle fight. What the hell do you mean tickle fight? So she said, well, like, like I feel weird about my stomach and I, like I've got a six-year-old uh, son and an eight-year-old daughter and like when they play tickle fight, like I kind of feel weird about it. I don't like to play tickle fight with my kids just because of that because I feel weird about my stomach. Like, dude, that's heartbreaking. <laughs> like it's super sad. Then you can flip it, you know, there's, there's both sides of that equation, right? There's the pain of not doing it now and there's the pleasure associated with like just being happy-go-lucky and playing with your kids. Holy shit. That's a whole, it's an entirely different level of associated value. Keep going. Well, like if I'm cool with that, like, you know, and I'm doing these things, these positive things, like now I'll be an example for my daughter. Shit. Like be an example for your daughter. That's amazing. What's important about that? Well, if, if I'm a great example for my daughter, I'm an example of a strong, healthy, confident body image woman that, that isn't afraid to do things, to take care of myself. Like she's going to have a much uh, a lower likelihood of going through the same struggles and same bullshit with body image and confidence and everything else that I did whoa <laughs> do you see the difference there do you see the difference in associated value and notice because um, a big thing in this industry today is like the big thing that most of the gurus are teaching you is this high anxiety sale and it's uh it makes you feel sleazy so it's worse for you and it's worse for the client frankly because it's just again it's anxiety it's this like crazy um high pressure, high emotion state that gives you a client that's not as likely to stick around for the long term. Um, and it's all like, oh, I got to lose 20 pounds and I'm not going to get my money back, right? It's not a healthy thing. Like you wouldn't coach your mom like that, right? Like it's not the best thing um, for the client, but that's what the gurus are teaching because it's a way to, yes, associate higher value um, with the service to get somebody to buy something at a higher price because there's, an, there's a, a level of anxiety, a level of pressure, a level of pain that you dig into without really turning it into the positive side at all. Um, and like losing 30, 20 pounds, it's like super high anxiety. So <laughs> you see how we go deep on that and we hit on both sides there. We hit on the pain, we hit on the pleasure. Um, the other side of things that you can deal with is uh, uh, the, the, the pain of the status quo, right? So we've hit, like if you do what we just talked about, going deep on people based on the, like, the problem that they're actually trying to solve, because they're not just sewing up, like the, ple the pleasure they're trying to solve is not signing up for a gym membership, because they can do that for 10 bucks a month at somewhere shitty. It's not really losing weight, right? So they've tried uh, you know, doing things with a goal just of losing weight in the past. Um, that's why they bought the P90X DVDs. That's why they joined a gym and tried to do their own workouts. That's why they bought a diet book. That's why they started walking or started trying to do, you know, be more active with their friends. That's why they bought a Fitbit and started tracking their steps, right? But all those things didn't work for them or they wouldn't be sitting down in front of you. <clears throat> okay. And the reason for that 
is because we didn't have that motivational leverage from a coaching perspective. We didn't know the deeper reasons why. We didn't connect the dots. Like there was no one to connect the dots for them with that. So they were much less motivated. And not only did they attach less value to the problem they're trying to solve, so they're not going to pay as much for it, but they also um, are not as motivated to actually solve the problem, so they're less successful. <laughs> See how all the shit we do? <laughs> like, this is what I think is really cool about, about what we do here, is that everything is designed for the long term. And it's not just designed for the benefit of you, but it's designed for the people that you are called to serve, which I think is probably the most awesome piece of, of how we do things here. Now, the pain side, right? So what I want you to do on the pain side is just talk about their history okay so the history of the different things that they've tried in the past how did that work for you right what were the what were the fail points what's going to happen if you continue um, kind of on the same path right um you know what's stopping this is an awesome sales question you know what's stopping you from fixing this problem yourself right what's the biggest thing stopping you notice the tone you get very sincere you don't want to be a douchebag about it um but that's another sales gold question. And you'll figure out um, a little bit about, like, again, that's just going to attach some pain there. Uh, not only is it going to help you from determining some, some of the gaps that you need to fill from, like, from a coaching perspective, even from a sales perspective, but it's also like they're associating pain with it because they're realizing that if I do this myself, if, I'm, if I try to stay on this alternative path that I'm on, I'm not going to solve the problem, right? So when we do that, we create an exceptional amount of value uh, associated with actually solving the problem, right? There's now an exceptional amount of value associated with the service that you provide. And now there's only one thing left, right? Because you can do all this shit, you can associate all the value in the world with solving this problem. Um, in the B2B space, right? So in the, the quote unquote consulting or guru space, it's very easy um, to, to picture this, right? Because you can, you can talk numbers, you can talk dollars and cents. So <clears throat> like I can, I, I, I'm sure that there's an exceptional amount of value associated with you adding 10 like so so you adding 10k a month to your business like clockwork like well well, what's the value of that well, it sounds a lot like 10k a month <laughs> right so 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 somebody some guru making a sales pitch of you being able to do that double your income and cut your hours in half like there's an exceptional amount of value associated with that the issue is so i can make that pitch all day Right. See, this is again. We're gonna tie this back to the fitness world, so it actually helps you. I can make that pitch all day, but the reality is, if you if if I don't connect the dots, so if we don't have the certainty, if you don't have the certainty that I'm actually gonna help you solve that problem, you're not gonna pay me jack shit, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter how high you value the thing if you don't trust that I'm the reason to like that I'm a solution that's going to actually help get you there. If you don't have a high enough level of certainty and people, the level of certainty required for certain people to move forward is different. Okay. So you have some people that, uh, like I know like I've got a buddy and, and we've, we've worked on it. We really have, but, uh, he, like, if there's anything that has just a, a tiny chance, he's like the ultimate lay down sale for anything related to like the, the training stuff, right? So any like gimmicky um, training thing, like he's all about it. So if it has any, just a, a minuscule chance of doing something, um, like I don't know if he went so ridiculous to buy the little, like the jaw thing, like the bite down thing that was such a big thing on social media um, a while back. But like, pi- like picture that type of person. Oh, if there's any chance of getting it, like he has to have a certainty level of like a 0.001 to move forward on something, right? Now, some people have a much higher level of certainty needed 
um, to actually make the sale, right? Uh, <laughs> so it, like, it just depends. You might not have to create an, an infinite amount of certainty for every person. It doesn't always work that way. Um, but if you establish that they, that, that, um, that, they, that you have successfully uh, associated uh, the value that you're trying to charge for whatever service it is that you're selling with the prospect, right? If you've, if you've, if you've uh, successfully associated that value with the service you're providing, um, but they're still not moving forward, it is a certainty problem, okay? So again, you see how this works? We've got like, it's a little bit of a path. So thing one, step one, is establishing value. If value is established, it comes down to certainty, right? Now, if the certainty is not there, if it is there, then we make a sale. If it's not there, then we have to build up the certainty again and try again, right? We have to try to do some things to build up the certainty and the level of, of confidence uh, the prospect has in the person selling them the item or the service or whatever it is, and then turn it back around, right? Try to get another shot at it. If we fail at that enough times, we lose the sale and move on. Um, so how do we determine, this is one of my favorite sales questions of all time. Again, guys, I've got like 18 million different favorite sales questions. Um, this is like, I think it's like a Dan Kennedy grandfather. I love Dan. Dan's a part of where I got my start, you know, reading some of his books and everything else. But, um, Dan's like a, a godfather of the sales and marketing world. And, uh, I think one of the questions, um, that I saw in one of the sales books, uh, to, to identify this is if I'm telling the truth. Right. So you get to the end of it, you get to the end of the sales conversation, you've done all this establishing value and everything else, uh, and you, you list the price and the process, like, man, like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, it's just like, it seems like a lot of money, it seems more expensive. First off, shut up and let them talk, like, wait for a gap. Um, it seems like a lot, like, uh, uh, and they might ask you a question, you know, like, they, they, they give you an opening to, to, to inject something or they say something along the line, like, man, I just need to, um, I need to talk to my wife, whatever it is. First thing you're going to do is you're always going to agree. You never want to be competitive in a sales conversation. You say like, Hey, totally get it. I want you to honor that relationship. Well, can I, can I ask you a question? Always get permission. They're very sincere. So John, if I'm telling the truth, right? If my parent, if my program does what I say it does, if we can help you high level goal, i.e. if we can help you you know, lose that 30 pounds um, so that you can, deeper level goal, so that you can play with your kids, have more confidence, right? Be a great example for them. Is it worth blank bucks a day to you, right? Is it worth whatever you're charging for the service to you? And then shut up, okay? So what does that do? Like it forces them to acknowledge whether or not um, the, the problem that you're solving, right? The pain pleasure is worth whatever you're charging for it, okay? Now they're gonna say yes or no. Um, they say, yes, the next line there is, what would I have to show you? What would you have to see for you to believe me? Again, very sincere, slow it down. I kind of went a little faster. What would you have to see? What would I have to show you for you to believe me? And in some cases there, they're just going to move into the sale. Like perfect. Like, no, like, I mean, I think, I think you got it. Like, whatever, let's go. Um, and if we, if we haven't gotten there yet, then they should identify whatever the key objection is hopefully, right? Um, now if they say no, no, like it's just like, I, no, I guess not. Like it's just like too much money for that thing. Then we haven't associated enough pain and pleasure with it. We can try to go back to that. The reality is it's probably not that high on their to-do list at that point. And so they might not want to pay what you're charging. The end, you move on, right? Um, so how do we create 
certainty. <laughs> there's, there's two pieces of this equation, right? So how do we create the certainty? Um, number one is a pretty obvious, right? Success stories. So if you've got enough success stories, you got testimonials all over your wall, you got all these different things. Um, you've been like, you've been a pro through every step of the process, right? You've been following up when you said you were going to follow up. Um, you carry yourself like someone who knows what they're talking about, right? You have confidence as you're moving through the sales conversation, all these different things. Um, you know, you're not like showing up to a sales convo late, like dressed in a tank top. You don't have any notes. You seem scrambled the whole time, right? That's going to decrease the certainty in the eyes of the prospect. Um, so <clears throat> you've got all those things checked. Um, then like it, it's, it's pretty likely that you won't even have to go here. You won't have to go any deeper. Um, but the other side, the other thing you can do in the certainty equation, this is what we do, <clears throat> um, is a, like, like have a guarantee, right? So I like having a conditionally unconditional money back guarantee. And the, <clears throat> like the way we do that in, in this business, right? In the business like you're, that you're listening to me for, um, is basically like, like it's, it's very simple, um, but it's fair. So my belief is that in order to help you actually get where you want to go, and the same thing on the fitness side, right? If we want to actually help the people um, that, that are paying us have the success that they're paying us to get, then we need to have some sort of stipulation that they do the work, right? It can't just be no risk where if they pay and don't do anything, they can just get their money back at the end of it and you know, no harm, no foul. Um, I don't think that's helping the prospect at all. I don't think that's helping the people that we're called to serve at all. Um, we want them to actually do the work. And if they do the work, and it still doesn't work, then fine, right? Have your money back. So our guarantee, I'll give you an example of it, and you can apply it to the fitness side however you want. Um, so with us, we make it very simple. Um, we have like a given timeline. Uh, yeah, it might be eight, 10 weeks, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, we have a given timeline that you have uh, where you need to implement at least one of our campaigns, like a, a full-on like customized campaign. We coach you one-on-one, right? Um, you gotta implement at least one of the campaigns. You gotta do your one-on-one coaching calls. So we have a couple of these um, <laughs> like, deep one-on-one -on -one calls with you where we dig into your model, we dig into your business model, make sure you're priced appropriately, um, dig into your systems and your service and your, uh, if you have payroll, you have a team, you can dig into your team. Like we're going to find the hidden money in your business um, and, and, and dig into it. So you got to do that call and then we're going to dig deep based on that <clears throat> and create your individualized offer. Um, your individualized kind of the first campaign, the first thing you're going to sell, sell, sale, first thing you're going to sell. <clears throat> If I talked in a Southern accent all the time, would it make me seem like more of a good salesman? I like Grant Cardone. Um, <clears throat> but we're going to unpack the thing that you're going to sell for the first time, your first campaign, right? So you got to do those. You got to do those first, uh, those first two calls, um, and then you got to track your progress every week, right? So um, it's like a simple little Google form. You got to track your progress. So if you do those three things and you get to the end of the refund period uh, and you're not happy for whatever reason. Right, doesn't matter. You just prejudice against prematurely graying, uh, you know, assholes from Texas. Doesn't matter. Um, you get 100% of your money back plus 500 bucks. No other guru is doing that. I don't necessarily recommend you do that in the fitness space. Um, like it can be a pretty strong thing. You try it if you want to. Uh, but like knock on wood, like I've never had to give that refund. You can imagine, like that's a pretty cool thing, right? For gym owners and most of the people that are that are hiring. And I got some some guys that are very high level uh, that are that are doing what we do. Um, more that have gotten high level after doing it. But most of the people that I talk to for the first time, like these are struggling gym owners. These are people that have the, the, the guru dirt kicking their face, right? They've tried the biggest names in the space and, and have failed. They've tried paying coach after coach after coach. They tried masterminds. They tried programs. They tried products. They tried all this shit. Um, and they're on their last leg. And you can imagine, right, the probability of someone trying to screw you over for an extra 500 bucks would probably be much higher um, if you're in like 
crushing debt, if you've been struggling, if you think I'm just another guru or whatever it is, I hate the word guru so much. Um, but you can imagine like the probability of getting that, of someone screwing me over would be pretty high. And knock on wood, nobody's done that to this point. I haven't had to give um, uh, any refunds for what we do. So it, you can imagine... I'm guessing that you sitting here listening to this podcast episode, sitting across from me, you're like, fuck, like your shit better be pretty good if you're offering $500 like plus all their money back, right? Like that's probably doing a lot to increase your level of certainty in what we do here. <laughs> now, the same thing applies for the fitness side, right? So can you do things? And again, I do not recommend you make it based on a result. So you'll notice in my guarantee, it's not like you're going to add 10K a month to your business or you don't get your money back. No, right? Because that's not fair. Markets are different. People's biologies are different. So if we make it like lose 20 pounds, you get your money back. Like, no, I also don't think it makes any sense to, um, to make it impossible for people. It's like, I, like my guarantee is exceptionally fair, right? Because I don't want to, like, again, you've got all of these gurus and they're preaching all these different things. Like, I want to I make it infinitely easy for you to make the decision to work with us. And I want you to be excited about it and to feel like it's fair. Not like we're kind of twisting your arm behind your back and kind of like, like screwing you. So if you made it where, okay, it's a, it's a, let's say it's a six-week challenge and you're doing a, <clears throat> a conditionally unconditional guarantee and you say, yeah, you just got to come to 42 sessions and the 42 days. Like, so come every single day to the gym. Oh, and you got to track, a, you got to hit your macros within 2% every single day. Like, no, that's not fair. No one's going to hit that, right? So again, um, I, do not make it result-based. I think that sucks. I think that's shady. Um screwing over the prospect creates a high pressure scenario. Uh, I do think you can make it um, attendance based. I do think it's fair. So if you have some sort of habit tracker where they can just check in yes or no, like again, it depends on what your, what your type of program is. Um, but let's say you're using some sort of habit tracker and they have to track their nutrition every day. Um, well, if they track it every day, don't make it like no one's going to be perfect over the course of 42 days. But if they track it every day, if they check a box, right, if they submit their stuff every day, like that starts to, like, that makes sense to me. Again, it's just checking it every day. Set an alarm. You know, you can go back and make up days if you need to, but set an alarm, track it daily, right? I think that's, I think that's, that's approaching fair, right? That closer than actually hitting their, um, their stuff here. So anyway, that's a way to increase the certainty. And when you can do those two things with a combination of certain, uh, of, of social proof, and then basically like risk reversal, if you can do those things, and you have the appropriate level of value um, associated with, with the service or whatever it is that you're trying to sell, right? By establishing a given amount of pain and pleasure in the eyes of the prospect, you'll be able to sell whatever the hell you want at really whatever the hell price you want. Um, so let me know if you guys have questions. If you enjoyed this episode, if you got a lot of value from it, uh, I would be forever indebted to you if you uh, headed over to Apple or wherever you're listening to this podcast and dropped a five-star review, love hugs, all that stuff on that. If you want to talk personally about how we can help you grow your gym, your fitness business, your training business uh, in ways that you, um, your team, your community, the people you serve, and not least importantly, your bank account are going to feel awesome about, head over to www.myfriendsasyougrowgyms.com. We'd love to schedule a call with you and uh, you know, we'll be super sleazy, high pressure. And you already know all the tricks. There's nothing to be afraid of. So love hugs, all that stuff. We'll talk soon.